Good evening and welcome to episode 26 of Two Minutes Writing. Uh, we've made it past the quarter century now and uh, here's to the next 25 but hopefully we've got an action-packed hour or so for you tonight uh, with my good friend and co-host Stevie D. Alright sir, how you doing? Oh, t- 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. I wish I could say the same, but... You got a um, cold? Of course. No, I'm just, uh, <clears throat> I'm just not going on holiday tomorrow, so that's... Oh, yeah. That's oh, obviously yeah. The, the, big, the big difference there. That is that is a big difference, yeah. Spoilers there, but... Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll try and keep it... I won't be too happy. I'll try and keep <laughs> it like... I'll try and keep it like a normal Wednesday feeling, but we'll see. Uh, I think I think you've got I think you've got a right to be to be more than happy about going away. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Buzzing. <laughs> so we're uh, just going to do the usual, but we've got I suppose a, a more negative slant on things this week with two defeats um, at the weekend. So we'll cover those what we what we know about them, um, and then look at what else happened around the league and the upcoming triple header, which would be a tough one for Clan. And uh, yeah, a couple of unexpected news stories as well in the league, so we'll touch on those. Yeah, and if we have time, of course, some some other stuff, but we'll see see where we get to. So, uh, we can just dive straight into the weekend, and it was two defeats. Firstly, on Saturday night we were away to Coventry. Um, the last I suppose the last two games on this away away stint but it was a, a 2-1 defeat with the the win from Coventry snatched with 13 seconds to go and that was a, a real sickener <laughs> yeah so so much so that I've not managed to watch the highlights I just I can't bring myself to do it yet I don't know if uh, it has happened before but or it's one of these things that I seem to remember and I'm just making up but there's been definitely been a couple of times in the past where we've lost goals in the last kind of half a minute type thing to 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 kill it for us, um, and I, yeah. I don't really think there's any worse way to lose it after I suppose doing quite well on the road up to up till that point. Yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, there is one worse way to lose it, and that's if the puck hits the the net and then. Yeah, uh, okay. So yeah. I can considerably less than a second to go, but uh, it's I, definitely up there anyway. I suppose in that case, though, we did get a point. So, uh, Aye, as, yeah, as bad suppose. as it is, yeah. Um, but no, so so we took the we took the lead in that game. Uh, just get the stats up as a as a go, but uh, I believe it was uh, a power play goal, which for us has been a a rare occurrence. Um, and in a tight game, as we've said before, those are the kind of difference makers. Uh, we Razi Bierum with a, and another point for Grattan and Stutka, who we'll come on to. Um, but those two certainly pr- proven proven their worth. And Bierum having been quite quiet after a fairly good pre-season, I think we tipped him to be up there. Yeah, I suppose that's that's kind of pleasing to see I guess is that uh, Bjorn's back in the in the scoring uh, not much in the way of positives to take from the weekend but um, obviously that that's one of them and obviously being a power play goal as well that was uh, 
that was quite good to see. Yeah, we've uh, faced quite a lot of uh, penalties in the last weekend as well, which we will probably come on to six six penalties at the weekend. We we killed five of them, which I suppose is fairly decent. Um, but it was eventually a power play goal that Coventry equalised with a kind of cross crease pass, and I think it was Crowder at the back post managed to get it in. Um, but from all accounts, Rumpo had had played well there, so starting to win a bit of the fans' trust, I guess, before the Sunday debacle. But uh, he's, uh, I suppose, finding his feet a wee bit. Yeah, um, I don't know. It's it's a bit weird. You kind of think Saturday's a really good game, and then I suppose we'll get on this Sunday in a minute, but. Um, that appeared to be less so. Uh, yeah, I think it was just a, a case of that over the over the weekend and sort of conceding daft penalties again. It's, you know, stuff that we've talked about previously, but it's just, it keeps coming back up and specifically taking penalties at, at key points in the game, obviously. So I think it was uh, Brendan Connolly that got a, an abuse official penalty uh, for their equaliser commentary on, on Saturday. You know, and, and from there, I don't think we, we took another penalty, but it just uh, commentary with her in the ascendance after that, and obviously, eventually managed to get their goal thirteen seconds from end. Yeah, they they had also just on the subject of uh, goalies, they'd brought in cover for Mika Weekman, so uh, Miroslav Kopriva, I think is how how you pronounce it. He had a a really good weekend, um, so. Looks like a, a good replacement for them. But, uh, yeah, the, the Coventry winning goal was a bit of a kind of breakdown in when we were going forward and Lake actually just had, you know, that way somebody just picks up speed and manages to cut in. They basically cut in in front of Rumpo who couldn't get anything on it. And he, it, was a, it was a nice move, actually, but the timing of it's just horrible. So, uh, yeah. You know, it's one of those things. So, from what looked like we could get two points, we've we've come out with none. So, that was disappointing. And how much impact that had on Sunday, I, I don't know. But uh, it was a an eight one pumping in Cardiff, and albeit a lot of teams will get a a a heavy defeat, will face a heavy defeat like that in Cardiff, as we'd seen with like Milton. I was going to say Milton Keynes, but Milton. Uh, that can happen there, but it was just the, the way that uh, the goals kind of started raining in on Rumpo, and then eventually Gary Russell coming in. Uh, it was getting a bit embarrassing, I think. Yeah, it was kind of towards the end. Um, I think Saturday, <coughs> briefly going back to Saturday as well, I think we were out shot uh, 42 to 26. Um and I know we were kind of we were running short on D men, and uh, I think so. Was it Gutwald? Gutwald was suspended for the Coventry game. Yeah, yeah, he was actually. Um, I had I had seen that Dops video. I thought it it was just a justified slow footing uh, ban. To be honest, um, I think it was one of the Guildford players in the corner on the boards. He kind of. 
tripped him up. I, I thought it was fair, to be honest. I know some people have said that maybe it seemed a bit harsh, but uh, with Stanish already been out, it's hard to run with four four D men at the best of times. So I think Tansky was apparently filling in for a bit. Um obviously didn't yeah. do too bad a job. But it does make a difference. Yeah, it definitely does. Um so I don't I don't understand what's what's the deal with the the two way players Solway. So I'm guessing if if Solway are playing then they'll be playing with Solway that night. So I'm guessing that Solway were also playing on Saturday. Yeah. That's just kind of what I'm taking from it because if, if they were in, in, in the likes of Lewis Baldwin was available then yeah, why not get him in? Yeah, it must be it must be them that, that has priority I suppose. Um, yeah, I, th- I, I think reckon, it is. I reckon if we were paying some sort of financial compensation or something towards the guys then maybe we would have first say but uh, that I don't think that's the case because then we would be running with six because I thought he was impressive uh, in pre-season. Baldwin, for example. Um, but there are other guys who can do a job and free up Tansky to play forward, etc. Yeah, because, you know, he, <clears throat> although he hasn't really been in amongst the points uh, so far at the start of the season, but certainly watching him in pre-season, he, he looked lively and... Uh, a lot of chasing the puck down and sort of finishing checks. Uh, that maybe that's the kind of stuff that we're missing up front. But um, yeah, just you know, two two goals over both games isn't you know that's not good enough to to win games really. Yeah, I mean, well, you're never going to win the game if you concede eight either, really. Uh, no, so, no. And interestingly enough, you know the the shot count was. Cardiff had eight less shots than Coventry did with thirty four to twenty two, um, but I guess the the more significant thing was uh, the again six penalties against us and Cardiff who we know have always had a good power play uh, under Andrew Lord but they scored four of those um, and that's you know as good as a as a power play as you can't really be. A, giving away that many penalties as a result, but uh, you can't be less than 50% on the kill, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely not. And I think, I think the, the last goal as well, so I think just at the end of a power play as well, so um, you could argue it was maybe even five power play goals um, that they got. So it's, it's not... You know that's that's not good enough. You can't be doing. You can't be taking penalties like that against teams like Cardiff because they will punish you and they will score eight past you. Um, they've done it in the past, but not so. We're not the first team to um, be on the receiving end of a hiding there. But even this season, um, as we know, Milton, that famous TV nine one game. So um, they can do it, and if you know. Going to give away daft penalties for tripping or whatever, then uh, it's going to be expected, I guess, a wee bit. Yeah, um, there's obviously the element of tiredness and stuff, but to me, I mean, it's it's just it's your, it's your second game on the road. You've been doing that for the past however many weeks. Yeah. Uh, I think it's just one of those things that started to get away from us, and then um, 
you know, spiraled out of control from there. Uh, I I didn't. I've only again watched the highlights. It's just basically a procession of goals. But um, Grattan again, that that man. It was a a very good finish. I have to say for his goal. Um, and I guess naively at the time you think, are we getting back in this? Uh, that goal making it two uh, one, but uh, that seemed to wake Cardiff up a wee bit. I guess, but. Grattan just in general I think's been had a great impact more than a lot of people thought. Certainly myself, I I was not expecting him to be as prolific scoring wise. Yeah, I wasn't really expecting that either, but that's that's good to see. Um, especially when you know if you, if your top line aren't uh, sort of giving you points, um, then it's good to see guys like Grattan and uh, and Bierum on on this occasion uh, and amongst the goals. So that's that's good to see a wee bit. Um, I'm just a bit concerned though that uh, obviously our, our top line hasn't really hit form yet. I guess um, it's still early days, obviously, and it's not quite panic stations yet, but it's it's certainly worrying uh, a wee bit at this stage. Did um. Stupka was Stupka moved on to the second line. And yeah, I think I think he was. Yeah, I don't know if if he was for Saturday night or whatever, but um, maybe trying to get some production from from there. But then <laughs> you you've moved the guy who's our top point scorer, so that that means the top line suffers, and we know Pitt and Becker can do it. So hoping it is a a matter of time for them. But uh, yeah, I guess the discipline and scoring are the two things that come to mind as potential things to, to look out for. Certainly, going forward into the games uh, this weekend, I think discipline is, is going to be key. <laughs> yeah, I think in a way I'm glad I'm not going to the game on Friday. Just, <clears throat> I think it could be a potential uh, for seen a lot of daft penalties, especially if it's uh, a certain referee in charge, but yeah, that kind of remains to be seen. Yeah, well, it's, it is the, the great rivals, Fife, at home, Challenge Cup, and I think we discussed previously, we need to, uh, need to win, I think, all three games to, to get through that group, so it's still possible, but, um, I think any game in Fife's always uh, against Fife rather is going to be crucial, and I think it could start start off a wee bit of good form. Um, but we can't be taking daft penalties against them, um, and we certainly need to be scoring a, a few goals, which will be difficult against Shane Owen. Yeah, without a doubt, um, they you know Fife kind of started the season maybe a bit slowly. Uh, but they've certainly hit a bit of form now, so um, I think we're we're getting them at a bad time. Uh, but you know, it's it's up to us really. It's you know our first uh, home game really of the season, so we'll see what um what the what the team can do um, on home ice for the first time. Yeah, you've we've got to set down a marker. I think obviously the. Last year was terrible against Fife, and the, the year before that was, I guess, the reverse where we did really well against them. Um, so we know Shane Owen's not got a good record at Brayhead, 
if that's any consolation. Uh, but um, yeah, I think I think it's I would almost put it down as a must win to get things kick started, and certainly if we want to do anything to challenge cup, but. You don't. I, I think if we lose that game, then the the mentality of Fife just rolling over us again has the potential to start back up, even though there's a whole bunch of new players. Yeah, uh, potentially. Although, you know, it, it is a challenge cup, and it's you know we're not doing that well just now in that competition anyway. So I'm not really too fussed about it. Um, obviously, it'd be nice to win, and it's nice to beat Fife whenever uh, and I think it, it will set potentially a marker down uh, if we do manage to beat them but I think the, the other two games are um, more of a priority for well in, in my view anyway yeah I mean league, league's got to take priority but just I think as I said laying out setting out the stall against Fife uh, um, I, I want things yeah. to be different from last time Um Although they are really kind of clicking at the moment, and you know, guys like Blood Off have seemed to be have the have our number, um, and Brett Boomer who had a slow start but a good reputation is now really starting to fire. So it is worrying. Um, Arson on his return as well. It'll be interesting to see what kind of reception he gets. But uh, I think. For me, it's a must-win, but I, <laughs> I can't really say I'm confident that we will. I think Fife will probably just... The momentum that they've got might just carry them through Friday. Uh, do you think... What do you think? Do you think we'll, we'll beat them? Uh, if, if we're playing the way that we have been playing, then no. Um, I don't see us, I don't see us getting a win. Um, special on Friday. Uh, don't know the other two games. I don't know. It's, it's just it's going to be another difficult weekend. That we've got three games there and uh, two wins from eight so far. So it's you know that's not better, not better if not the same as what we were last year really. Uh, and obviously that's <clears throat> down to the fact that. Although we've improved, the rest of the league have improved as well. So, um, no, it'll certainly be a, a difficult task, but I'm not confident. Yeah, it just somehow seems less shite than last year. I don't know. I don't know why that is, but um, I think because you can maybe see a bit, a bit more effort from, from yeah, guys. Yeah, you can see uh, some promise. Yeah, yeah. There are guys in there that can. Uh, we've got now that can change a game and. Uh, I don't think we had that at all last year, really, other than other than Brooks. Yeah, I mean, you're looking for a big a big weekend from Pitt, Becca, Connolly, uh, I would say, and hopefully Stupka continues with the level he's been at. Um, yeah, so on to Saturday, and that's kind of got a bit of a a twist as well. Um, we're away to Sheffield, and I think. Obviously, the, the news came out during the week that Paul Thompson, the Sheffield coach, resigned. Um, I think, had he not, we would have been getting him at a really good time, but you sort of worry the reaction that their players are going to have to, to that, and are they going to come out even more fired up against us at home? 
Yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a bit of a strange scenario. Uh, what's going on at Sheffield now? Um, obviously, we've spoke about it before. I didn't think that they had a good off-season. I don't think they got the right guys in. Um, and I think we've seen that early on. They've got rid of a few guys, um, brought a couple of others in, including Brooks. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's going to be... I think it'll still be a challenging game and obviously Paul Thompson's away now so I think it's uh, Mark Matheson's been left in charge uh, on a sort of interim basis. Yeah. So <clears throat> remains to be seen if, if they're going to get somebody in before the weekend but you know, it's maybe a bit late for that now but uh, yeah it's, it's always difficult playing Sheffield you know anytime you go there um, like regardless of what their team's like the fans get behind the team um, although you could argue that they never really got behind their manager or, I don't know I don't really know what the situation is there regarding uh, Thompson yeah no I'm the same obviously the, the press stuff just had said that he's resigned and there were quite a few unhappy fans about the, the way stuff's going so whether that it's just been driven by that or not who knows uh, but yeah I think we'll see It'll be Mark Matheson taking the team, I assume. That's hard. That must be hard for any player to actually play. And, you know, a player coach is, I think, too difficult a job now, but only be doing it for a couple of games. It's still probably a good time to play Sheffield, given uh, recent results. Although they did, did get a good win against Nottingham, but lost down in Coventry, so not full of confidence. Um I could see he's getting something there, uh, almost more confident than Friday, uh, which is a turnaround. Yeah, I, I guess so. Yeah, um, that's probably the the one game this weekend that looks the most likely, and it's kind of weird to say that, but um, that's certainly what it seems like just now, anyway. And then uh, moving on, finally to. Sunday, so the, the third game in three nights, and I, I think this will be our, I believe our first three and three weekend. So, uh, the f- first thing there is to, to see how the how the players are to, you know, fitness and mentality wise doing that three and three for the first time, um, but, not really an easy, an easy place to go either. Um, Manchester they'll want revenge for the last time you were in there and they'll be pretty fired up I think yeah, yeah I think they will be um, you know <coughs> Ryan Finity makes his team uh, work that way so there's no doubt they'll be up for the game um, I'm just a bit concerned that we're going to be completely gassed at that point um, if we're struggling against Cardiff uh, having played the night before then I think the game on Friday is going to take a lot out of the players. Um, it's just it remains to be seen whether they can they can do it and keep going on Saturday and Sunday. Um, but I think maybe it's it's maybe time to say sort of use use more of the <coughs> use the brick guys a bit more during games. Um, so I think we've seen a lot, um, particularly Jack Musil or uh, Matt Howlett for that matter. So um, it'll be interesting to see how he uses them. Um, given that there's three games. Yeah, I mean, they've got to be used a wee bit more. 
Um, Manchester, obviously, a smaller rink, but the, their style of play is very physical, as we know. Um, and, and Hammond's been back for a week, so we know how dangerous he is, but hopefully Pitt and Becca can go in there and do their stuff again. And, uh, yeah, again... I wouldn't be surprised if we took something from that game. Um, but, yeah, the, the third game in threes is the more worrying aspect. Not that I think the players' fitness isn't up to it and stuff, but just, as you'd said, it's uh, we've seen what they're like <laughs> after, yeah. after the second game, so a tough one on Friday, yeah. Um, talking about Manchester, I've just been watching some of their highlights recently, and we've we always knew this, but did you see the uh, disciplinary that Dane Byers got from the Milton Keynes game at the weekend? I've not seen it. I've heard about it, but I've not seen it. He just, it's a, a third man in, but he just, uh, it's Eric Neely's fighting somebody behind the net and he just steams in and starts punching Neely. Uh, so he's nutcase number one for Manchester, I think. Uh, and <laughs> yeah. I, I'm sure he's the captain as well so interesting um, and then Shane Backer or Baker however you want to pronounce it he's a nutter as well just watching yeah. some of the footage of him he just <laughs> he just flies about looking to hit guys um, <laughs> I know he's got a bit of ability but um, a bit like Rose Hillman yeah so two, two bruisers there um, yeah and, and then obviously Lyndon Springer as well. You could yeah, he is. He is as well. And of course, he he had that fight with Grattan last time, so I wouldn't be surprised if they're reacquainted. I guess you could say, or you know, fits there, somebody like that. Um, depending on how the game's going, but uh, no, a physical team. But I'd like to think we can we can maybe get something. As you say, league's a priority. So if you were asking me where do I want the points then yeah, Saturday, Sunday, but uh, I still would like to see some progress in the Challenge Cup one season, um, and it is five, so bring yeah. home the six points, but I, I can't really see it, I can't see it happening. How many points do you think we will get? Uh, three. <laughs> I think we'll get I'm la- three. I'm laughing because I was also thinking about same three as well. I think we'll get. Um, I think we'll win on either Saturday or Sunday, and potentially go to overtime. One of those two as well. I just don't think we'll beat five, uh, which I hate to say. I think five will beat us. Um, if I was to stick my neck on the line, I'm going to say that we will beat Manchester and get a point in Sheffield. Which is kind of yeah. opposite to what I just said before, but I just we seem to have a bit a bit of form against Manchester these days. Uh, so I'm going to go that way. Yourself? Yeah, I I would probably say the same. Um, I guess it I guess it depends maybe how how we get on Saturday. Um, not sure if we if we manage to get a win there, then that might spur us on to get. The, the victory on Sunday as well, but um, I think it just it could just come down to the Fife game, um, whether that will give us a bit of confidence going 
and the other two games if we if we do get anything out of it. But um, but I, I can't really can't see it just now anyway. Yeah, so I, I would have liked to go to the Fife game, but as I said, I've been on holiday and you're, you're missing it as well, so we'll be social media coverage, I guess, and then watch the highlights, but see what happens. Um, yeah. Quickly then cover uh, last weekend results and uh, then quick predictions for this weekend. Starting on right. Friday, we had Dundee and part of their mega, mega week, I guess you could call it. They lost 2-1 in Belfast. Uh, I believe they took the lead in that game. But Belfast, see Belfast are one of those teams that you kind of want to play but kind of don't because they're struggling but you know that they can turn up on a given day. Uh, As that was proved on the Saturday where Dundee beat them quite well. Relatively comfortably 5-3 at home. Uh, Belfast really kind of Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, yeah, that was the analogy I was going to use, but um, I've not got another one now, so we'll just run with that then. We'll go away. I'll say though about kind of Hyde and Jekyll. Um, some nights, some nights you do, you know, you do get a team there that they could potentially go and look as if they're going to go and win the league, but. Um, you know, other nights they can fall a bit flat and that's obviously what's happened there on Saturday. Yep, um, Coventry <laughs> their weekend, we've obviously covered that they beat us 2-1 on Saturday. Then on Sunday, uh, they continued their really good form with a 5-2 win against Sheffield, uh, which proved, I guess, to be the final straw for Paul Thompson. But Coventry showing that they have definitely improved this year. Yeah, I mean, so far, yeah, you would say that they have done. Uh, you know, it's maybe more the way that we would have hoped to have gone. Um, again, it's still early days, but yeah, they, they definitely look um, a lot more solid uh, than they did uh, last season, Coventry. Um, Manchester themselves, they won 4 1 at home against Milton but then went to Fife and were comprehensively pumped 7-2, um, which was a, I'm not going to say a shock, but uh, it was Fife's big 80th birthday game and all that kind of stuff. We know what form they've been on, so Manchester, I think, just struggled up there and have done uh, in the recent past as well, so not too much of a surprise maybe the scoreline was. But uh, again, one of those teams that are struggling to get some consistency. Yeah, it certainly looks that way. Um, I think, you know, Milton are still, still trying to find the right systems or whatever um, to work out now, but, um, you know, it's another, it's not, it's not a heavy defeat for one, but you're still, um, you're still leaking a, a few goals there, so, um, it is a bit worrying. Um, Manchester, on the other hand, you know, they're a wee bit Jekyll and Hyde just now as well, I guess you could say. Um, not good losing losing seven goals against uh, Fife, but we know how well they've been playing. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's difficult to say. Like, this team is definitely X or Y just now. Um, 
because it is still early and, and things can change as the season goes on, as we know. So, um, but yeah, I, I think overall, I think Manchester were probably disappointed um, with that weekend, given the nature of the, of the defeat in five. Yeah, Milton themselves uh, actually got a, a good win on Sunday against Dundee, albeit that was Dundee's 80th game of the week. Uh, but no, a, a wee 3-2 win there. And they, although they are struggling, they're kind of picking up the odd odd win, so showing that they're not, you know, they're no Edinburgh Capitals. Um, but yeah, just not quite as consistent as, they, as they'd like. Um on the other hand, the absolute picture of consistency, um, Cardiff, we've talked about the pumping they gave us on Sunday, but going to Guildford, which is a difficult place at any time, and winning 5-2, uh, they just go marching on, and just in general, I think Cardiff are definitely the team to beat, like we thought they were going to be, but uh, they've just been really impressive. Yeah, they have been in the you know the free flowing and heavy scoring, so it's it's difficult to to break them down at the best of times. Um, let alone if they're in the form that they are. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's pretty much becoming the same story year in year out now. It's um, it's Cardiff to lose. Yep, and we'll we'll see where. See where they end up at the, the end of the season, but I predict they'll be a, a certainly a few points ahead of whoever the next challenger is. Um, yeah, I, I just think that like no one else has really been anywhere near consistent enough so far. Um, Nottingham looked good at the start and potentially could challenge, but you know we we went to we went there and managed to get a result against them, and you know they've lost a couple other games uh, since then as well. So. Um, yeah, it's just consistency really, isn't it? That's the sort of main thing. Yeah, they they lost. I think it was a Challenge Cup game on Saturday to Sheffield, um, and then won three two in Guildford on Sunday. So, as we've discussed, yeah, the consistency. Um, two defeats for Guildford, but two tough games, and by all accounts, and seeing their highlights, they were um, pretty good. So. Um, you know, they, they've lost to two good teams, but yeah, Nottingham seem to be developing that trend of starting really well, but then struggling to struggling to get consistent. But they're a, a really good team. I think when they do get a run, which I'm sure they will of, of wins together, they'll push up there and in my mind be the main challenger for Cardiff. Uh, as we saw actually in that that TV game last was it the week before last or was it last week uh, where they went they they beat Cardiff which in itself was a bit of a surprise yeah um, I didn't see any of that game but I'm led to believe it was um, a really good game and you know that's that's the kind of game that you want to have on TV um, yeah it was good it was two really top teams um going at it so um, that was a good advert for the league I think um, but yeah that's th- those are definitely your top two um, or so far it looks like anyway yep um, you just you know you look at like Fife last year can they push on again well, 
based on their form, you never know. Um, not not for the league. I don't think anybody's going to catch Cardiff, but for that sort of second and third place, um, we'll see. We've uh, got a few games coming up then this weekend, including some tonight actually, as it turns out. Manchester and Nottingham just started, uh, and also Dundee, who just seem to play all the time, as we've already kind of <laughs> joked about. But uh, I don't know how they're still going. To be honest, Dave Cardiff are travelling up there tonight, um, so that that's a tough game for Dundee. But uh, what do you expect in those ones? Manchester and Nottingham apparently no goals, so your prediction can still still be valid. That's true. Um, I'll pick Nottingham for that game. Uh, just think they're the stronger team and uh, have been since the start of the season, really. And you think Cardiff will beat Dundee? Yeah, I do. Um, again, it's not it's not really a lot a lot of time to uh, recover after the the four game week that, that Dundee had last week. But um, not really too sure what the deal is with that. Are they Maybe just playing maybe like 500 games this season as opposed to everybody else's 60 or whatever. They're playing, yeah, they're playing Wednesday, Saturday, Sunday, so it doesn't really, <laughs> doesn't really relent, but they must, they must go through a period of, yeah, four weeks so they don't have a game or something. Yeah, uh, maybe. Right. Maybe they finish their season a few weeks before everyone else. <laughs> um, yeah, but no, I, I'd agree with the two winners there you've gone for on Wednesday. Uh, which is tonight, funnily enough. Um, three... We're a bit late this week, aren't we? We are, yeah. Still in there, though. Still still uh, churning them out. Uh, <laughs> Friday, Belfast play Milton, and uh, we play Fife. Well, we've already talked about that, but Belfast, Milton. Got to have Belfast favourites for that. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I think that'll be fairly comfortable as well. Yeah, for Milton, yeah. No, fair enough. <laughs> Belfast to win by a six-goal margin. No way, nah. Yeah. I can see an upset there, to be honest. Nah. <laughs> okay. we'll see. Not at all. We'll see Not next time how embarrassed I am by that. Uh, <laughs> Saturday night, Guildford against Dundee. Uh, Guildford at home, really strong. Couple of defeats last weekend, so they're building to bounce back. Guildford win for me. Yeah, ten points for Dunbar, Craig, Reddick, and Accurate. I get, I that. At that point, it's a Ailing, <laughs> an Ailing star state. Yeah, Pasha's just... Pasha icing soon. That's for sure. <laughs> you get skates on their hands as well, just to yeah, they can, they can no longer stand up. Zimmer frames. Aye. The owners will be icing there as well, probably. Pasha and the owners, some of the fans. Sleds. Uh, They'll be just sitting on sleds. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think, I don't know, Dundee have, have been good, but Guildford at home, I think, will just sneak that. Cardiff, Manchester. Cardiff, comfortable. Yeah, I agree. Nottingham, Coventry. It's a bit more difficult. Bit more difficult to pick that one. Uh, there could easily be a, a, another upset there. Um, although I don't know if you would call it an upset, but uh, Coventry definitely haven't proved, and 
uh, they seem to be gelling quite well. Um, whereas you know Nottingham do have that that one game it seems to be every weekend. I know um, it's just a bit out of character, so that could potentially be the one. But um, no, I'm, I'm going to stick with Nottingham anyway, despite everything that I've said there. I'm going to back up what you said. I'm going to say Coventry. Just right, because. Okay. Just because. Um, I, then, I, I just, I don't know. I just don't really like Coventry, so. No, I don't really. Like, I don't really like them either. But. I'm just sat more inclined to pick the other team. Yeah, fair enough. And I might just do that for the rest of the year. Okay. Noted. Uh, <laughs> we've got the, the deja vu game: Belfast against Milton again. Um, obviously yeah. minimising the travel there, playing them twice in a row. Uh, I think. Why Bel- don't they just? They should just play them like five or six times in yeah, one no. night. And then... I wonder what do you think it would be like if the league was, you know, the fixtures were rearranged to do that. So it was over almost like, like a play- over a fortnight or something. It was almost like a playoff style. Yeah, you just played the one team. You played your four games. Uh, is it four? No, it's eight, isn't yeah. it? Six. Six, right, yeah. You just played your six games back to back. I think by the end, it'd be like ten fights a game. Um, It'd be interesting. I wouldn't really like it, but it would be... I think it would skew some of the results in a weird way. Imagine dogs try to get a video out before the next game starts. Yeah, yeah. We need an independent dogs panel for each team. I know that's it. We don't really know how Dobbs works anyway, but yeah, um, I think Belfast are, are more likely to win that one than they are on the Friday, where I said upset or potentially upset. But Belfast for me there. Yeah, Belfast again. Um, that game will be a bit closer than the six goal gap that I predicted the first time. Um, so we'll go maybe Belfast by a four goal margin. Okay, that's Milton are, are conceding a lot these days. Yeah. Uh, then you've got the the mirror deja vu game of Dundee Guildford. Uh, I think Dundee are going to win that. Yeah, I'll go with Dundee as well. Um, <laughs> don't know why, and we don't know who will be playing for Dundee at by that point. But yeah, <laughs> we'll say Dundee. Uh, well, I know who you'll be back in here without asking. I think you'll take Belfast to win in Coventry. No, I'm going to take Coventry. No, you just said you were going to back. <laughs> Fine. Fine. I'll take... No, no I'm going Giants. I'm going Giants. I think Coventry will win that. Milton, Nottingham? Mm, Nottingham. Probably just, but... Yeah. Definitely, definitely I, much I think... stronger at home, Milton. Yeah, I just, I don't know, I just, yeah, I think Northern will win, but I think it'll be close. Uh, and finally, Fife Sheffield. Postponed. Postponed, right. For what reason? Uh, there's no ice left. Or, uh, <laughs> or Fife have just f- been fighting so much <laughs> on Friday night. That they've got no player. What is the, what is the minimum number of players you have to field? Actually, there's an interesting question. 
There must be a minimum number on a match night. Six? Yeah. I suppose maybe, but... Um, yeah, I think Fife will probably quite comfortably beat Sheffield. And it just shows you the sort of turnaround in both those teams. Uh, yeah, um, I think Fife will win as well. Um, home advantage and... Uh, yeah, no, sorry, I'm just I'm still thinking about this uh, six players thing. Imagine they still... Still got too many men call. <laughs> yeah. Just like if, if Todd just Todd just decided that he was gonna uh, jump on the ice for whatever reason. Yeah, I mean I think if a team played with six, uh, then I would expect there to be at least twenty goals scored against them. <laughs> Do you think uh, a, a select top six Cardiff players would beat any Edinburgh Capitals team? A full Edinburgh Capitals team? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not that bad. Right, okay. But, I mean, you'd have, you'd have a few goals from the usual, but no, nah, I think Edinburgh would... The, I think... It's, I guess, like this football argument that we've had before uh, with a, a smaller team of better players against a larger team of okay players. Uh, yeah. You know, maybe ice hockey's slightly different, but nah, it's too, it's too demanding to cope with just six players for 60 minutes. <laughs> you look at guys are absolutely knackered after a minute's long shift, so... Uh, Nah, way too much. Alright. Um, it's worth a, worth a thought. Yeah, worth a thought. Is there any other ice hockey news that you want to discuss? Uh, I suppose, well, did we touch on Stuttgart? Oh yeah, yeah, sorry. Forgot, how could I? <sighs> That's poor. The golden boy of the season. That's poor. Um, yeah, our main man uh, thankfully signed up permanently for the rest of the season and He's really been the shining light um, points-wise for us. Seems to be a good guy as well, well-liked within the team, so probably I'm sure there would have been interest elsewhere and good to get him signed up because I, th- I think without him we'd be really struggling. Well, you never, you, you can't say that, but if you take his points away, we're, we're struggling. Yeah, definitely. Um, it would be interesting to see if, you know, just how well Liam Hillis would have done uh, in the team but you can't really argue with with Ship guys he's, he's come in and he's he's hit the ground running he's got a fair number of points now and he's settled in really quickly so that's you know it's good to see that that the club have managed to to get him uh, and keep him to the end of the year um, so I think there was there was rumours about him going to Potentially Sheffield or, or elsewhere, so um, no, definitely it's, it's good to finally see that wrapped up. Yeah, I'd, I'd kind of forgotten about Helis to be honest, and that shows how well Stupka did. But one thing that's always interested me is how guys that make such an impact have are kind of gone under the radar so much. Um, mm-hmm. 
you know, obviously you've got like what we always discuss, Pasha doing where he signs younger guys who are maybe not looked at as much by the top teams and they they come in and do well, but um, guys like Stupka again who've and Mike Hammond and Gutwald and stuff who come in after the start of the season without a team uh, normally and you know are, are so good and then other teams suddenly think oh who's this guy uh, it's just it's just funny that, that those kind of guys go under the radar so much having seen the impact that they actually make I know definitely it's and it's not it's not the first time it's happened as well obviously we, we had the same scenario last year when Goodwill came in uh, and you know he was a, a breath of fresh air of the team as well so um, it just shows you that there are guys out there um, and maybe it's just the fact that they don't have a team and they're sort of they're fighting for um, their their careers well their careers. not their careers nah but... for their careers <laughs> yeah uh, so I'd, I wonder if that's just if that's got something to do with it you know um because obviously they're not getting paid otherwise. So. Yeah, I don't know uh, how, how the kind of contract negotiations work. Obviously the news just came out, uh, was it yesterday? Um, and that was probably a, a couple of weeks after that interview with Pete Russell saying, you know, we're looking to, to get him signed up and stuff. So is it actually that they did sign him up quite recently, quickly after that, um, and it was relatively hassle-free or... Is it that he's saying I've got offers from X, Y, and Z, and you're going to need to up it, kind of thing? Uh, something that I would be interested to know, but you never really that won't really get revealed. No, uh, definitely would be interesting to find that out. But um, you know, we can talk about it all we want, but I don't think we'll ever find out. But um, I'm just glad that he's uh, managed to get him get him down on a deal so uh, it's definitely pleasing yep I hope he continues the form and we need two or three other guys to join him up in that scoring chart I think it's he's certainly around about the number 20 in terms of points I'd written down I'd actually written down stuff about him and still forgot to talk about it but um, in the league five games one goal and five assists Three goals and one assist in the cup, so that's uh, six points in it. No, it's not. It's ten points in the eight games that he's played. So, um, hopefully, he keeps that up and we get some guys up at that up to join him in those those scoring charts because we can't just have one hero, so to speak. No, exactly. Um... <sighs> In a way, I'm just I'm a bit surprised that that Becca hasn't scored yet. Although he's been a, a in amongst the assists, but um, yeah, that's definitely a bit surprising that he hasn't managed to find his goal scoring form. Uh, Pitt as well, I guess you could say. Although he has chipped in a few goals, um, and I, I guess it's maybe just a way a way maybe asking too much of these guys, um, but they do seem to constantly do it um, year in year out so I think it's a fair question to ask yep no uh, yeah as you say hopefully it continues and we'll see um, 
good to good to know he's not going to be making an impact on another team. I think that's one of the other main things. Yeah, um, yeah, so is there anything else that I've written down and forgotten about? Don't think so. I just think maybe overall, uh, so far, uh, I don't. I, w- I wouldn't go as far as to say that we're that we're worse than Theresa May's attempts at dancing, but um, <laughs> we're certainly, you know, we're, we've not really started the season uh, as well as I would have liked, um, and I guess a lot of our fans would be in the same boat. Yeah. Uh... It is hard with that extended away period, but um, yeah, I mean, maybe with the optimism we were hoping for a wee bit more, certainly from some of those fixtures. Uh, you know, a few were definitely not going in as favourites, um, but we do seem to like getting that early season shit, uh, Nottingham win. And uh, yeah, as has been pointed out in the, the Fife, home fixture last year they won something like 7 or 8 1 or 2 so ho- yeah. hoping hoping that's not repeated but yeah we may be slightly disappointing based on the, the early season optimism um, but yeah as I said it just doesn't feel quite as negative yet uh, but maybe that's just been a bit sort of biased and naive Maybe, although I, I think we were probably thinking the same this time last year when John Trump came in. Um, you know, I think we were quite patient with him and he wanted to get the right guys in and never found the right guys to get in. So in the end, uh, it was a bit doom and gloom. But uh, I think we can just see for ourselves really that this sort of product that's on the ice just now is a lot better than what it was. Um, and you know, hopefully they'll just continue to improve and start get some some more uh, wins on the board. Yeah, it's certainly less. I'm more confident in the players we've got this year. Anyway, that is that is one thing I think we know that they can do it in this league. It's just it's just getting them getting them going. Last year, uh, there was a lot of new guys, and we were. You know, obviously optimistic as well at this point, as you say, but there was no proof that they were going to be able to turn it around, whereas we've seen Pitt, Becca, Connolly, etc. So I guess yeah. that's uh, more of a cause for optimism, so we'll see. Exactly. Incidentally, have you seen Theresa May's dance? I have. I have, and I absolutely loved it. <laughs> for it being the worst thing I'd ever seen. I'm, uh, I'm waiting for it to appear on Fortnite before I give it a go. <laughs> that would be very good. I also saw a clip of, I think it was her and her husband coming into the conference. Did you see that? Going up the stairs? No, no. No, they kind of fell over. He saw, well, she, was start, she started to fall over and he kind of caught her, but it looked really funny. Uh, but yeah, no, that dance was... <laughs> I don't know what she's thinking... I'm gonna just, I'm gonna go in there, and do something nobody's expecting. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna distract away from everything that's going on with Brexit and all that, and I'm just gonna fucking start mincing about the stage. It's hilarious. Um, it's one of those 
that you could watch on repeat for hours, I think. Because you see, you see something different every time you watch it. <laughs> it's just the fact that she, she keeps doing it, even though she's been, <laughs> she's been slated for doing it. Yeah, and she, right. gets, she gets to the pedestal and they, uh-huh. <laughs> they're still clapping and she, <laughs> she does it again a wee bit. Oh, it's uh, very good, very good. Maybe, maybe she's going to do that like from now on. It's a kind of Daniel Sturridge type, <laughs> almost an entrance to every every speech she does. She's going to do that. Maybe. Um, I just like, imagine her scoring like a thirty yarder, one or something. <laughs> just running, running towards the corner, doing that. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. I don't think I can cope with thinking about it anymore. Running towards the corner and sort of stumbling on the way. And then and then her husband comes in, picks her back up and then she goes again. Yeah, the next next year's uh, FIFA update. <laughs> uh, you're gonna be wheeling away to the corner flag after scoring a goal. And one of the options <laughs> one of the options is just gonna be doing that. How raging, how raging I can imagine I would be losing a 90th minute goal to somebody <laughs> Theresa May. and they just sliding into the corner doing the trees of me oh. Aye, they should definitely they should add that I think like sort of celebrity uh, celebrations I yeah, guess yeah um. yeah it's kind of it's like the same level of uh, dancing as um the, the scene from The Office. Uh, yeah. Ricky Gervais, yeah. it's, that, it's that sort of level. But I don't uh-huh. know. It's, uh, it's definitely worse than that, I would say. Oh, it's... Yeah, it's, but it's that level of just complete nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I mean, I just... Uh, should, somebody must talk to her before she goes out. But... <laughs> The other like, funny thought about that, it is, has she has she gone right? The advisors the advisors come along. He said, right, just remember, say this, 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 and she has she gone right. I'm I'm going to slide onto this stage with a wee, a wee bit of fancy footwork. Has she told nobody about that? On the other hand, uh, and just and gone out there. And <laughs> I actually just thinking about it is, oh superb! I love it. Oh dear. If I was talented at uh, Photoshop or anything like that, then <laughs> I've just I'd be getting that. <laughs> I've just seen a couple there. Very, very good. <laughs> <laughs> so. Right, I'm going, I'm going to need to stop this. So it's just going to be another five minutes of laughing. I mean, um, tapping two yards out. Yeah. Racing away towards the corner. No, exactly. Um, yeah, so apart from Theresa May, is there any, anything else that you want to, to cover? I guess just quickly on the, the football front, um, the your boys had a a good recovery in terms of results. Did get through that St Johnson game and then then beat Aberdeen. Um, given Rangers lost, it's it's all looking good now. <laughs> uh, it's certainly looking better than what it was last week, but um, there's still there's still things that are concerning me, obviously. I've only scored one goal a game 
Um, normally that's not enough, so um, seem to be playing a bit better defensively, and it's good to see that Jack Henry's actually playing a wee bit better as well. Incredibly, but a big, a big well done to Livingston beating the boys in blue. So that was, yeah, that was good as well. Good to see. Yeah, heart's still steaming on. Um, yeah, but I guess the the big result of the weekend was uh, on Friday, twenty eighth of September, and just just as you'd predicted, um, Partick Thistle going to Dunfermline, uh, and and they did manage to come away with that defeat. <laughs> so consistently, consistently win loss win loss. Um, boys are doing well. Yeah. Um. I'm not sure who they're playing this weekend. I'm just quickly looking that up. Home to uh, Dundee United. Home not, to who? Dundee United. No, no, no just just, sorry, they're not. No, that's that's the following week. Uh, home to Ross County, unfortunately. Oh, that's that's difficult. But you know they should be getting a win there. Well, they will get a win. It's not. Uh, if you've got <sighs> Barcelona or Real Madrid travelling up to to Firhill, it's. It's a win based on current form, so. But that means that means that you know they're going to lose to Dundee United the week after. I just can't see that. No. But I, I guess it depends who United uh, getting as their new manager. As well, who, so. who who is it going to be? Don't know, but um, maybe Mourinho will be free soon. So. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see Mourinho at a, at a team where there's no transfer budget and sort of having to make do with the players he's got. Yeah. Still somehow managed to get Pogba in though. Matthias Pogba? <laughs> yeah. He signed for uh, some French third division team as well actually. Yep. Yeah, I saw that. Um, um, definitely less disruptive than his brother. Maybe not quite as good but... Uh, Potentially a more decent, a, more of a decent guy. But maybe, yeah. Aye. Maybe not. Maybe they're all the same. Uh, but yeah, play player power at the moment, getting rid of the manager. So. Uh, yeah. Who knows? I know. That's a. Um, I don't know how much longer Mourinho's going to be there. Uh, I think the results are kind of speaking for themselves in it. So, remains to be seen. I think it's just a matter of time. Yep, it's kind of like the sort of John Trapp situation that once it, once it gets to once it gets to that situation, it just becomes untenable, yeah. I suppose. Um, yep. Yeah. So, unless there's anything else you you want to cover, I think that's a a good place to end it. Aye, we'll finish up there. Um, I'll maybe do I'll maybe do a podcast next week while you're away. Um, hopefully manage to keep the recording this time yeah uh, if you've got any technical issues you'll need to contact a different technical advisor although I, I can still still advise I suppose but uh, I'll, I'll get in contact with our IT department yeah no fair enough um, I'll leave a note with the, the admin department that that'll be the case right no problem um, well yep yeah, thanks folks for turning up as ever Hopefully enjoyed that. I think that was a, a good wee discussion. Um, first three and three for clan. So uh, as we said, six six points coming our way, um, and we'll 
see you with the next edition if it's not lost in the digital doldrums of your <laughs> laptop I hope so um, enjoy your holiday and uh, we'll see you in Ireland yeah you will yeah, we'll, we'll fill you in folks with that one uh, when the time comes but for now uh, cheerio and uh, till next time see you later